Groove Café. And yes, we are back to the Groove Cafe. This is where I get to talk to different people to find out about their lives, what it is they love doing. And today, joining me on the Groove Cafe, I have TV and radio host, corporate events host, and voiceover artist Faiza Salima. Hello and welcome, Faiza. Thank you so much, Crystal. I'm happy to be part today of your show. So thank you so much for having me. A pleasure. How are you doing? Oh, fantastic. How are you doing? I'm fine. I am highly blessed and highly favored, should I say. Uh, Faiza, you do a breakfast show on XFM, right? Yes. Mm. Uh, when did you start, number one? Well, I started actually about a year ago. So mm-hmm. it's been one year of doing breakfast show on XFM. <laughs> a little bit crazy. I don't know how I survived the early mornings. I was about but to yeah. ask you, how are you handling <laughs> those early mornings? What time do you get up? I mean, I'm up by 4 a.m., then I'm up by 5 a.m., mm-hmm. so <laughs> it's crazy. I really don't know how I survived this hill this time, but um, by the grace of God, one year, it's been one year, mm-hmm. and I think now two months, mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. Okay, so do you get to sleep in on the weekend? You don't know how much I look forward to the weekend because that's <laughs> definitely the only time when I get to sleep in. <laughs> so, yes, I I mean, yes, my Saturdays and Sundays are those moments where in the morning I don't want to receive any phone calls because I'm like, guys, guys, this is the only time I sleep. <laughs> okay, Matt, Matt, waking up at 4 a.m., I did it many years ago and I respect anyone who does. But, <laughs> but I mean, you sound excited and happy in the morning. Is, is radio something that you always want? wanted to do because I mean you're still a student yeah it's not like uh, yeah (laughs) but is it something you wanted to do when you're much younger yeah so I know it's a bit crazy but I always wanted to do radio even though I didn't think I have the voice for radio because Mm -hmm. I thought you had to have like a Kristen Newman kind of voice a Flavia kind of voice (laughs) so I wanted to be on radio but I didn't think I had the voice so one time these guys come to a school Mm -hmm. and it's a media company they're doing some you know some training and they ask everyone to try out and do like a a radio show Mm -hmm. so I do this and this one guy in the the group who's watching just says you are made for radio that is a point where I said you know what Doubts aside, I'm going to do this. It doesn't matter whether I don't sound like I'm supposed to be on radio. I'm just going to do this. And I think that that was it. Well, the most important thing is that you have personality and life in your voice, my dear. And I'm getting plenty, plenty of that. (laughs) So you said they came to your school. Which school was this? So at KU actually. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd wanted to do radio for so, so long. I think for as long as I could remember, or as long as I started listening to radio when I was, uh, I think when I was eight years old or nine. Mm-hmm. So I really loved radio. So, but just because I didn't think I was, I didn't, I was doing, by the time I joined campus, I was doing mass communication. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really think my voice was right for radio. But then this guy's media challenge, they come to our campus, they're doing, um, they're doing media trainings and also do radio trainings. Mm-hmm. So they basically asked everyone to try out just go sit in front of the mic and you know talk about something just pretend you're on radio you're live on air so I go with a few friends and we do our thing you know we're just having fun mm-hmm. and this guy in the in, in the in the crowd who's just seated watching says you are made for radio I don't know what he saw in me but <laughs> that's the point where I put all the doubts aside <laughs> and I said if one person could see it I should see it myself too like this has to happen one or another so oh my that's gosh. Yeah, so that's why I think I put my doubts aside and say, let me just go for this. 
You know, that's so cool because I remember the first time I went on radio, I went with my girlfriends and we just went to have fun and mm-hmm. we pretended to be a girl group and we just, you know, we're just having fun. And then I was called back, kind of same thing that, you know what, you are supposed to be on radio, come back for a voice test. So uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, so did you grow up here in Kampala? Where did you go to school? So I, uh, I, w- I studied both in Jinja and in Kampala. In Jinja, I went to Main Street Primary School for my primary. Mm-hmm. Then did uh, senior and to senior four at uh, PMM, which is a girls' school. Then I came to Kampala. Then I did my A level from here at uh, Saint Chizito in Bogolobi. Then I went to, of course, KIU. Where mm-hmm. I'll be graduating very soon. So mm-hmm. super excited. <laughs> this this degree has been long coming, like <laughs> pandemic and all. <laughs> Oh, yes. We have to take that into consideration. Okay. Mm -hmm. So in school, were you like active on stage? Were you like performing? What were you like? Well, in high school, I was very, very active in our in, in, in our drama clubs, you know, and I was also a writer with our literature club. Mm-hmm. So I'd write a lot, you know. I think my love for media actually came from my writing. Mm-hmm. I used to write quite a lot and I would, you know, participate in at least some national competitions, some at least district competitions, which oh. were really good. And so I think writing kind of nurtured me into a media personality, kind of made me love media and, and, and want to be really part of it, an active person into it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, then I think for campus, I did I, in campus we had uh, we had a media association a KIU media association mm-hmm. but I kind of took the opportunity to participate in a lot of media trainings that were coming to school like opportunities from different organizations out there okay. that you know where journalists you know kids who are doing media or had journalistic interests could take part in I think that's something that very many people need to look out for uh-huh. it sounds like you didn't sit back you were like every opportunity okay I'll try that and I'll do this and I'll do that so you yeah. were mm-hmm I believe that you know you need to have like an open mind. You never know where your first opportunity could come from. So you need to go for everything. <laughs> okay. So you you love writing, all right? Are you still writing even now? Yes, so I used to write mostly as a hobby. I would write short stories a lot and I would share them with my mom. I'm like, read because my mom reads novels and I'd be like, read this. Does it sound okay to you? Would you? Is it something that would interest you to flip the page? And she says, yeah, it's actually very good. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I love writing. Um, it's recent when I started professionally writing, getting back, getting into professional writing. Mm-hmm. I did my first story or rather got my first story published by The New Vision. Mm-hmm. It was a story on COVID-19 and how medical companies were, were getting a big chunk of money out of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, it was me trying to, you know, uh, do writing but having purpose to it kind of put it like a social justice into it mm-hmm. so yeah and I'm looking forward to at least I have a goal that this year I have to at least write 12 published stories okay okay yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so I, yeah, I, I, I see you I see you okay <laughs> so very soon I'll probably be adding writer to my bio <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it so you talked about like how you got into radio right uh, what about mm-hmm. TV now for TV, I have to say I've done I've done TV I think for like a good time now. Mm-hmm. Um, so my TV actually got into it through Buzz. You know Buzz Teens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Yes, so this one time they actually come to our school and they have this bus uh, missing. And I'm like, okay, so me and my friends are having fun. We go for that. We actually participate in Miss Fashionista and we get to win and go for the final like national thing where all the other schools get to also perform. Mm-hmm. So we go there and I think the guys loved my energy, loved my vibe, my personality. Mm-hmm. And they took me on and decided that I would help them with uh with being like being like a media teens, media ambassador for them would go for interviews. And that's sort of how I met um other producers out there within the media industry. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of also how I got onto my first shows, my first TV appearances. So I've done TV for some time and luckily enough um media houses have been so so nice to take me on for mm-hmm. shows for me to try out my talent as well. So yeah, it's been great. Oh my goodness, it sounds like it's also been a bit of a roller coaster ride, huh? So much yes. how are you managing <laughs> to do all these things, Missy? Because mm? you, you're I also think... doing like your voiceover artist, you're doing a few events. I think you're mm-hmm. also like influencing online as well. Yeah. Okay. Tell I, us more. I think it's it's a bit hectic in 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 um in, in in managing all of that at the same time, and I won't lie about it. Sometimes it affects things like your social life. Mm-hmm. You don't get to go out as much. You get you don't get to <laughs> hang out as much. Your friends wonder why you're the phone all the freaking time. I'm like, guys. <laughs> I have to push out content. <laughs> so, I have to say, but um, I found a way to go about it. I think it's about having a clear uh, plan every day. Mm-hmm. You don't just bump into it. You need to know that, okay, in the morning, I have radio up to 10. And after 10, maybe have like an hour in between before I go to school. Mm-hmm. So, that hour in between has to count for something, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, after school, maybe have TV. So, it's, it's literally actually planning, you know. It's weird, but success has no... It's not anything you just fall into. You have to have a daily planner. Mm-hmm. And you have so, to be consistent at it. Keep doing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I have to say, you know, the digital world sort of makes it easier because I draft tweets for anything that needs to go out in terms of influencing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a day planner whereby every day I sort of know like from this time to this time, this is what I'm going to be doing. From this time to this time, this is what I'm going to be doing. And now that, you know, um, we sort of kind of school is on a hold now because we're waiting to graduate uh-huh. and I'm not doing baking classes also diving into something I love <laughs> <laughs> oh nice I love to bake as well so yeah okay yeah so yeah it's, it's really about having a plan every day mm-hmm. don't just bump into everything have a plan every day and follow that plan and trust me everything sort of falls into place you I'm not gonna lie that things that are, that are gonna be affected like maybe your social life mm-hmm. your time your free time will be affected but if you have a plan you can balance it out yeah you have to make those sacrifices if you're clear about what you want uh, yeah I definitely you know I definitely want to be playing golf you know in the future with this other cool parents so <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sacrifice some time now <laughs> that's the goal golf is the goal that's the life so you you mentioned that your mom has been very supportive like with your writing for example what about you Mm. know getting into media did you ever have any negative you know attitude toward it from the family or was everyone like supportive let me just create my family was thought I was crazy. I think they looked at me and they're like, what in the hell? Oh. You know, because my, my family is Muslim, you know, and they're very traditional. So when mm-hmm. I when I told them I was getting into media, I think my family thought I was like a little bit crazy or getting spoiled. You know how every mother uh, thinks like, ah. Oh, that word, get- spoiled. Mm. <laughs> she got to come back with dreads or something like this. <laughs> <laughs> so my family definitely thought I was, I, was going, I was going astray a little bit. But I think my mom's 
sort of understood where I was coming from because mm-hmm. she had seen my interest in writing. She saw me um, in all these writing competitions. She saw my interest in media, how I, I watched or listened to radio because I don't think that I watched TV the same way other kids watched TV oh. or read newspapers the same way other kids read newspapers because when I read newspapers, I'll be like, what do you think about this story? Because we'd go through the newspapers and I'd be reading sometimes political stories. Mm-hmm. So my mother noticed that I was slightly different on how I perceived media you know, related things. Mm-hmm. So I think she all she did was to just be the supportive parent. Okay. You know, my mother at the end of the day said, you know what, if this is what makes you happy, so why not do it you know so I think she was she just decided to be supportive of my of all my dreams and ambitions and because I was still studying I think that kind of gave her hope that just in case anything doesn't work out she still has something like a fall you know our parents want you to yes, have something they, they to want you just on. to have something like something you know some consistency in your education and something to show for it that's what most yeah. parents want yeah so I definitely think my mom was a little bit comfortable in how I took I, I went around my decisions and the fact that you know I still studying she was like okay if this doesn't work out at least you have something to fall back on you know mm-hmm. and she's going about it a bit in a formal you know way education so yeah I think she's it's, it's all it's all it's been about having a good supportive system okay I like what you said that you know you'd watch TV but you didn't watch TV the way other people would watch TV would you pay mm-hmm. attention to the production what was it that you were really looking for I mean, when you watch TV, like other people watch TV just for the entertainment bit of it. They maybe not notice the, the few mistakes that you would see. Like mm-hmm. when you watch it, like, oh my, you know, there was a blooper. This, he said this was wrong. Like, yes, or her hair it, is like, different. How come it, it was on this side and then the next scene, it's, yeah, yeah. small things like for that. Exam- yeah, for example, when you watch uh, dancers on TV, you know that maybe they're not good dancers, but because they're flipping their hair all the time, it makes <laughs> them look like they're good dancers. <laughs> so it, <laughs> it was weird, but I could see little things that like some small details I didn't watch I watched him a bit critically mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think my mom and the fact that I actually loved watching the news I don't think kids at my age were interested in watching the news but mm-hmm. I actually watched it okay. so it was just a bit strange yeah mm-hmm. so right so, now in terms of how busy your life is you mentioned that your friends are like why always on your phone and you know you're, you're, you're busy you're just busy doing mm-hmm. so many different things what is the one thing that you feel um, you're missing out on at the moment or that you need to catch up on? Sometimes I think I'm missing out on, you know, just kind of hanging out like other people my age. Mm-hmm. You know, guys are always, you know, like partying, having time with their friends, chilling out. So sometimes I feel like I get to miss out on all those things. Like if we hang out with my friends, I'm probably going to see them like maybe once a week or once in two weeks mm-hmm. for us to sit and hang out. I mean, they don't take it personally. They sort of have come to understand the kind of person I am, how I look at my priorities, the things that I want. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I sort of wish like I could just have a day where I just wake up, you know, go to school, Snapchat the entire day, you know, just chill out and have kind of like having no more every other person they like <laughs> just basically have that mm-hmm. but you know I also get to understand the kind of sacrifices I'm making for a future life that I'm looking at but sometimes I definitely do wish that I could just have like a day where it's just me Pfizer chilling out eating some good food snapchatting the entire day Instagramming <laughs> the moment and then that's it uh-huh. go back home to sleep mm-hmm. <laughs> but you gotta pay for that lifestyle though huh? you can't just be snapchatting the lifestyle if you're not paying for it are you right? I mean, I have friends who, you know, it, 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 they have their families, you know, paying for all this stuff. I and mean, they sort of get to kind of, I don't know, it's not about having it easy, but they sort of get to have the fun while they probably just study and hope, like, things maybe might sort themselves out at the front. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, I'm loving your energy. You sound so vibrant and you just sound like you're loving life at the moment. What is your advice to other young people who are like, oh, I also want to get into media and I want to do all these different things. Um, you talked about like having a daily planner. You, you know, you set your goals. But what else would you advise? Now, I definitely have two advices. One is that you need to do what you love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I know par- parents are always pushing us in certain directions, but you need to do what you love because when you do what you love, no day feels like work. Every day feels like it's an amazing opportunity, amazing new experiences. So do what you love and then think about how you can make money out of what you love. Mm-hmm. You love social media, there's digital influencing, you can make money out of that. <laughs> so you just need to look at what you love and see how you can make a living out of it. Second, which is some, something that I, it's like a personal mantra, mm-hmm. you need to trust God to be able to take you through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, everything seems hard, to be honest with you. Even the things that seem easy are actually hard. But when you do your part and you let God do his part everything is going to fall in place okay. I do my like I work hard on things that I can't control and the things that I can't control I'm always saying you know what I've done my part God is going to take over from here so you need to believe that God is there for you and he can do everything for you mm-hmm. you just have to do your part and work hard for your part yes. so those are my two mantras that I believe in and I say do what you love believe in God and believe that he has your back and then go ahead and do what you love Okay. Okay. And do you think there, do you see any mistakes that maybe some other people are making that could be avoided? Um, in terms of mistakes, uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I think it's the only thing that I'd say is that a lot of people my age sort of hope that things are going to pan out at the end. You know, things are going to work out mm-hmm. in the future or like we'll get to that bridge, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Uh-huh. I don't think, yeah, I really don't think life works. I mean, we're in 2021, you know, pandemic and all, you really have to plan your life out as, as, as early as possible. I'm seeing kids making millions at 18, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I have to say, people are making some big moves. So don't just wait for life to kind of you know, work itself out of the front. I think you have to start working on the life you want mm-hmm. at an early age, as early as possible. You have to work out on who do you want to be, your purpose as early as possible. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think that's something that needs to be worked on. But I think it, it hopefully it does eventually work out. But I don't think life works like that sometimes. Yeah, that's a, that's some good advice. You can't just sit back and just hope things will happen. Yeah, you have to mm-hmm. work at it. Well, Faiza, thank you so much for joining me on the Groove Cafe. It's been fantastic. Thank you so much for having me, Crystal. <laughs> I can't wait to meet you <laughs> and and just talk some more. But thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Take care. Have a blessed day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Groove Cafe.